a podcast to honor the gods. This better come with a sacrifice. Deus Ex Media. by your favorite jam buds charlie and mayor dewey <laughs> mayor dewey mayor dewey i i just like it okay <laughs> yeah i like it too but you know what else i like buddy what being with you in a bubble you do you want to be in a bubble with me at the bottom of the ocean or is that too gay is that too gay? <laughs> just ho- just homies chilling out at the bottom of the ocean in a bubble uh which is something that happened five feet apart because we're not gay <laughs> you know, I didn't know until recently that Anthony Padilla from Smosh was the person who originally made that vine. Oh, okay. I think those are those are words, and they mean something. Those are words, and they would mean something if you used any percent of your brain, but you don't, because you're dummy. No, I use no percent of my brain. Now, I'm going to use 120% of my brain to tell you that we're looking at Season 1, Episode 7, Bubble Buddies. What? Which no premiered December 2nd, 2013. Okay. Okay, bro, bro. Bro. Did you watch Ned's Declassified? Am I queer in the future? Yes. Yes, I did. Yes, yeah. So you so you know the episode with uh Ned and the hamster ball? Yes. And and that's that's what this makes me think of. Like <laughs> You know, it definitely shows that I'm a few months older than you because I was remembering the actual nineteen eighties or nineties movie Bubble Boy. Okay. Which is I... pretty much just i mean it's a it's a it's a pretty oh it's a 2001 film are you fucking kidding me what you just said like 80s or 90s i thought it was 80s or 90s no it's 2001 but bubble boy which was a story the 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 premise is that it's a sick kid who lives his whole life in a bubble but he likes a girl and the girl Uh. is like getting married in a different state so he like puts his bubble around him so he can walk out into the real world oh a lot of Christian imagery in this movie because the mm, <laughs> because yeah. the because the mom like treats him with the power of Christ or whatever. Okay. Yeah, um it's, it's a funky little movie. I w- for a second I was like, oh, maybe I'll watch this. No, probably I mean, not. Maybe don't cuz it's one of those like wacky early 2000s movies where they just threw a bunch of shit to the wall to see what would stick. I do like some wacky early 2000s movies sometimes. And it's not like the the Christian imagery is like, I say this not as in it's a major plot point. I say this in a, there is one character who like makes cross-shaped cookies for her son because they don't have germs or whatever. The premise is that he can't have, he, he can't be exposed to germs. That's the whole premise. Or else he'll die. You know, the Christian imagery I like is um in uh, the English dub of ghost stories where there's just the random like Jesus freak girl for no reason because they really didn't put any effort into that dub. They were just like, yeah, whatever. Anyway, Steven Universe. I was going to say, you know who did put effort into their script? Rebecca Sugar. 
No, I don't think Rebecca Sugar <laughs> was a writer. I think they were what? Uh, just executive producer? Yeah, executive producer, creator, all of those things. And also like the musician. They did a theme. lot of things. They're they're fucking awesome. Love Rebecca Sugar. I love Rebecca Sugar. I need to when we get to the episode where it's like Greg's like it, it's like that time that Greg was taking care of Steven during the blizzard when he was a baby. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, we got we you need to remind me that I have video of Rebecca Sugar and I forget the voice actor of Greg. Tom Sharpling. Tom Sharpling, who sang it at Comic-Con like six years ago, six or seven years ago. Oh. Like when the episode was going to premiere. That's so cute. Yeah, it is cute. It also That's makes me feel really song. fucking old. That's such a good song. Yeah. It makes me cry. We haven't had a good song in a while because there's no good song in this episode I either. I think the next good song might be like Giant Woman. Giant yeah. Woman. Giant Woman is the next good song episode. Giant Woman. Because, I don't know. It's just, I don't know why early Steven Universe, I'm like, there's so many good songs. No, there's only good songs like every like five episodes or so. But this episode opens up with Steven trying to ride his bike on the beach. Well, okay. Okay, first, I just want to say that the like in the background, the gems are talking about something that I finally caught this time around watching it. They're like, oh, it's it's not earthquakes, but like something is happening here. It's it's the worm. Yeah. It's the fucking worm. I would have I would have been like, oh, it's the cluster, but no, that's that cluster's still sleepy boy right now. Yeah, it's it, we're not even close to the cluster shit. It's just the worm of this episode. It'd be so fucking weird if they referenced the cluster like this early, three seasons early. Yeah, but no, it's just it's just like, hey, it's a Chekhov's gun just for this episode or a Chekhov's worm. Chekhov's worm. Chekhov's worm. It would be kind so, of funny, but right right now the cluster is going honk shoo honk shoo me 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 me. But would you try to ride your bike in the sand to impress a pretty girl? When you were like 13? Yeah. Oh, Charlie. Mm, do I want to share this story? Yeah, fucking why uh, not? That's up, that's up to you. Uh, fucking <laughs> why not? So when I was 13, my best friend at the time and I, we hung out with two girls, one of whom would eventually become my new best friend. But okay. my best friend and her best friend liked each other. And mm. this, my best friend had also taught me how to ride a skateboard. So we were just chilling together, all four of us. Riding, I was riding a skateboard. He was riding a skateboard. The two girls were behind us. And he was like, hey, dude, let's have a race. And you throw the race for me so I can look cool in front of... Wow. In front of... I mean, I'll, I'll say names. I don't care. No one's going to listen. In, in front of Victoria. And I'm like, dude, you taught me everything I know. And I'm still bad. I'm not throwing a race on purpose. I'm throwing a race because that's just what's going to happen. Yeah. And so I was like, yeah, but dude, let's just race. I'm like, okay, we'll race. And we started racing, and then I skated into a parked car. Amazing. And I scraped the fuck out of my knee. It was not fun time for anyone. Except oh for my, my except for my best friend and for Victoria. Because they did end up dating for like a couple of months, and then they broke up. And the last I heard about Victoria, she's gay. <laughs> hey, guess what? Everyone's gay. Everyone's gay now, but she's straight up gay. She only likes the girls. Straight up gay? Haha, <laughs> she's gay up gay up gay oh my god that that needs to be a t-shirt though straight up gay <laughs> no, straight up straight gay up gay buy of buy ace up ace i don't think the aces put anything up i mean you gotta put your aces up if you want to win true 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 put your ace up when you're playing blackjack <laughs> the aces are all just gamblers <laughs> <laughs> didn't you know yeah all except all asexuals are gamblers 
here i'm gonna her before we go i'm gonna like tag all the asexuals of the riot inverse no context just be like at, you're all gamblers at didn't Darian, you know? at megs at uh phoebe at emily y'all are gamblers no context all right moving on um <laughs> So yeah, the, uh, yeah. the jams talking about seismic disturbances. The jams are confused as to why he's riding his bike on the beach, and it's like, well, it's because I want to impress a, a girl who's reading a book. So wait, he first he tries to do the thing. He he tries to like impress her by talking about his bike and riding his bike next to her, like twenty feet away, so she's not paying any attention. Because she can't hear him, I want to say. He's like, oh, yeah. yeah, trusty little bike, five speeds, blue finish. But to her, she's just here like. She's reading a book. She is a nerd. She does not pay attention to you when she has the book in her hand. Oh, my God. What do you think Connie's reading? Familiar, familiar thing. The the the, the book series that she likes. Un- unfamiliar, familiar. That's what it is. I think. When do they officially reference that book? I think in indirect kiss right i think so i i think i just i grabbed christina on for like the episodes where they talk about the books yeah so he then he just like falls um and she like sees him for the first time and he runs away and this is where the gems are like oh so do you like her do you know this girl what's going on we saw everything that happened you blew your shit buddy i still think it's funny they're like you like her he's like i like everyone Steven, pansexual confirmed. But yeah, so he's like, don't don't mess with my funky flow. Like, like, don't watch, please. I I I just want to go talk to her, make a friend, maybe. Okay? Imagine making friends. Steven has like no friends his own age. Steven, Steven, he, here's the secret to making friends. Also, I'm sorry if you can hear a fucking lawnmower in the background. The secret to friendship, as I've discovered in my 20s, is you make a Percy Jackson podcast. You're not wrong. <laughs> That is literally how I've gained all my friends in the past three years. That's that's literally all you have to do. Yeah. It also technically got me my boyfriend, so. Hey, you did it. I did it. I'm so proud of you. I found love through Percy Jackson podcasting. You're being gay, doing crimes. Is my crime the Percy Jackson podcasts that I never finished, either of them? Yes, th- those are in fact your crimes. Crimes against podcasting. Crimes against podcasts. You have four podcasts right now, so you're fine. So yeah, Amethyst realizes that Steven likes girl. Pearl wants to set up a play date because you know he's thirteen. Garnet stops by telling them, <clears throat> stops them by telling Steven to just talk to her. He agrees, but he's like, "Don't watch next time because you're gonna mess with my funky flow." <laughs> Don't mess with the funky flow. So he tries this time to go up to connie and talk to her well he 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 got something before he went out the second that's time. true that's true it's true he did go into the freezer and grab that other Chekhov's gun that we noticed in like the first fucking episode yep that we watched connie's bracelet but no i need to talk about the fact that while you were watching the episode in front of me you had to roast me <laughs> while all steven is like going walking towards connie and whispering like hi my name is steven my name is Steven. Steven. You were like, oh, that's something that you would do. And you're so fucking mean. But am I incorrect? You're not. I literally was trying to say, oh, yeah, that's a mood. And you're like, <laughs> wow, that's you. So what happened is that Cherbine 
is anxious, Bean. I am fucking anxious, okay? I have anxiety. Turbine, just stop having anxiety. I, I wish I could. Just stop being anxious, Charlie. Time to cure you. You sound like my mother. Oh no, I don't want to do that. Steven grabs the bracelet, he, appro- he approaches the girl, yeah, and he trips, but then he notices that a piece of the cliff is crumbling off her, and he like jumps toward her, and we get Steven's bubble. He saved her fucking life by accident. I guess his other plan was being like, hey, I'm semi-durable or whatever. Like, I'm pretty durable. I can, like, lay on top of her while the rock falls on me. Steven probably wouldn't have died. (laughs) Since he is apparently indestructible, he probably would have been fine. But, you know, she finally... He finally introduces himself to her and she to him. Then, hey, this is Connie. Oh my God, it's Connie. We did it. We've met Connie. We've Yay. met Connie. And then she's like, hey, can you turn off the bubble? And he's like, I cannot. You got to talk about how he's like, I'm magic. Well, half magic on my mom's side. I'm part of the crystal gems. We like defend humanity and stuff. It's so good. So they try to go and find the gems to turn off the bubble because he has no idea how. It's new. He's never done this before. Steven lives up on a hill, so they try and roll a bubble up a hill. It's Sisyphus. Fucking gravity. Sisyphus is out there. Sisyphus is out there complaining, you know? Right now, this is their little. This is is their. You gave up. How dare you give up? (laughs) One has to imagine that Sisyphus is happy rolling up the the boulder on the hill or whatever that fucking meme is. But they were foiled by gravity. And they were foiled by gravity. Multiple so then they... times in this episode, actually. Yeah. <laughs> and so then they go to the big donut instead. So, Lars is like making fun of Steven and being like, ooh, you're on a date. Is that your girlfriend? Ooh. Meanwhile, oh Sadie God. is just trying it, to break the bubble. With she a has hammer. a fucking hammer. What does she grab next? She like goes into she the grabs, big donut she goes and goes into She grabs a stool. She tries in like okay, okay. She, she tries to do like a wrestling move. By God, Sadie with a stool, and the stool just fucking breaks in her arms. Yeah, she tried something. It didn't work. Um, you got to talk about the Lars and Sadie thing. Did they like each other? They're crazy about each other. It's so good. It's in a true. roundabout way, you know what else? Is, and, and, and while that instance was crazy, you know what is truly crazy? You know who we meet next? I love it! Listen, we meet Steven, boy, Onion. Steven, what is your logic? Literally, what is the logic here? It's so fucked up, but I love it. It's, it's purely Steven. Yeah, Steven... You know? So Steven and Connie go up to Onion, and Steven is trying to tell Onion to use a harpoon gun to, like, pop the bubble. Onion cannot hear him, nor can he understand Steven's drawings. I, I think he can. I think he can totally understand Steven. But then Connie is just like, I'm just gonna, like, write out harpoon gun. And harpoon gun. Onion's like, okay. <laughs> he, Onion definitely wanted to just see how far this would go. <laughs> he grabs out some popcorn while Steven's drawing. And then, and then I remembered specifically the little frame of onion going thumbs up. Yes. Yes. The thumbs, thumbs up. up. It's so good. The thumbs up. And, you know, he honks the, I want to say a horn, but I don't think that's what it's called on a boat. But anyway, he honks a horn yeah, to like get their attention. Called. They each move to separate sides of the bubble. <laughs> onion launches the harpoon gun that ricochets and destroys another boat. Yeah, the boat that Connie was talking about because she's a fucking nerd and she knows a lot about boats. And then, you know, Onion does another thumbs up. We did it, boys. Thumbs up! Yay! I did the thing! 
we you, did it, boys. You, you committed crimes, Onion. <laughs> Onion has killed someone. I hopefully no one was on that boat. Hopefully everyone was on that boat and everyone died. Plot twist: somebody was on that boat sleeping and they just like woke up dead. <laughs> How do you wake up dead, Charlie? What <laughs> you just do? You just you wake up do. dead. You wake up dead. Yeah, so Steven's next plan is to go to Funland because he's like, hey, if we get crushed between the roller coasters, the bubble will pop. And Connie's like, but what's your plan after that? He's like, oh, we'll be free. Steven, you could get like killed by a roller coaster coming at you. I I love that brief pause before she's like, Steven, I think this is a terrible plan. And then they like, because of the seismic action, they like roll onto the track. Yeah, he's just like, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. But, like, earthquakes are happening, so they can't really do anything about that. And it just, the roller coaster just, like, goes into them. I think Mr. Smiley was trying to stop it from killing them, but didn't really work. No, what happens is that he stops and the force launches Stephen and Connie into the ocean. Yep, to the quote-unquote bottom of the ocean. I don't think it's quite the bottom, but, like, I think it's... It's not dark enough to be the bottom of the ocean. It's not dark yet. They still have light. Listen, at the time we're recording this, the big news is that those idiot billionaires died in their fucking Coke can at the bottom of the ocean trying to see the Titanic. The only person I feel bad for is the 19-year-old who did not want to go. Everyone else, mm-hmm. I don't really give a shit. Yeah. But yeah, so maybe they should have instead employed Steven to like use his bubble to take them down to see the Titanic. Because his fucking bubble is airtight and like probably pressure tight too. Like they're not going to be affected by that. Airtight just means that all the air that is currently in the bubble remains until they use it up and they start like dying from asphyxiation. However, there is later on in the series where Steven launches a ruby into space. He like undoes his bubble for a second, launches the ruby into space, and then redoes his bubble, but he has oxygen. Yeah, that should not make sense. But also it's weird because um, when the gems finally find him, they I think he is like running out of oxygen though. It's, it's a weird thing that doesn't quite work. Steven can make his own oxygen. Maybe he can. I don't know. Maybe that's the humanity affecting the gem or something. Who fucking knows here? But yeah, they find the giant worm, which according to the Wikipedia is a corrupted orange spodominin, sp- spodomine, sp- it's a corrupted I think, orange spider I know spider-man. we see that gem in future. Um, it, it's and... a corrupted orange Spider-Man. Oh my god, we found another Spider-Man? What is this, Into the Spider-Verse? Across the Spider-Verse? We're... Or Beyond the Spider-Verse? Maybe. It freaks out Connie, and Steven's like, it's okay, it only wants to eat the nearby glowing seaweed, but then the Spider-Man creates a trench that the kids fall into. Yeah, so they, the fact that they were like, oh yeah, we'll just like roll the bubble to the shore, I'm not sure that would have worked either, because they don't even know which way the shore is at this point. They just, they just start rolling and rolling and rolling and eventually accidentally like end up in, in the UK. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, uh, they're at the bottom of the ocean. And Steven is still trying to be like, it's fine. I got this. I know what I'm doing. Steven, you have no fucking clue what's going on. And Connie has a fucking breakdown because she has no friends. She has no life. The only people who notice that she exists are her parents. And she's sad because she's never made a friend. Until now, because Steven pulls out the bracelet and he's like, hey, you dropped this last year during the what festival was it? It was like a parade or something. Some kind of parade. It was pride. You know, headcanoning now because it's still June. We're <gasps> recording this. It was pride. It was pride all along. 
um, Stephen and Connie went to the Pride Parade. Stephen and Connie went to the Pride Parade. We and got Greg was supportive. Pansexual Stephen is looking more and more canon. It is absolutely canon. As the two like reconcile, the bubble finally bursts. Which, if they were at the bottom of the ocean, would mean that they would turn into like they would be smushed up like pancakes. Absolutely, but also, I know you disagree with this, but mm-hmm. Stephen Stephen does the proposal thing that from future give us a second we'll get there so they get back up to the surface spider-man's following them um no, that Steven... happened in the bubble oh yeah it happened when he gave her the bracelet yeah 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 he kneels and giving her the bracelet and yeah it's, yeah it's yeah. a proposal mm. you disagree but i think it's i don't know if it's foreshadowing necessarily but it's still just like foreshadowing a whole series later it's foreshadowing the fact that they are going to be a thing yeah romantically and not just even though though we only get one actual kiss at the end of future yeah she's kissed him on the cheek a couple times i think yeah they are best friends who become best friends roomies okay gal pals no so then they go back up to the surface spider-man follows them because he likes the shiny sparkly lighty up are you misgendering this gem is spider-man a girl all gems use she her pronouns oh because right. i'm keep because i keep saying spider-man yeah just because you keep saying spider-man <laughs> so yeah spider-man goes up to the surface and she got it got it thank you for correcting me charlie she goes up and like starts to chase Steven. They do this whole bit where Steven runs around underneath the pier until Spider-Man runs out of length. Yeah, I love it. It's it's like it's just a little bit of like, you know, you gotta you gotta keep going around and around and around until you die. Yeah, that's exactly what happens. Yeah, Steven uh, <laughs> the, the pier collapses on Spider-Man. Spider-Man poofs. R.I.P. Spider-Man. She died. She dead. She's in a bubble. Yeah. And then, you know, Pearl, Amethyst, and Garnet show up. They bubble it. Pearl and Amethyst trying to introduce themselves and are kind of embarrassing Steven. And Garnet's like, yo, leave him alone. We're Don't messing mess with it. with this funky flow. <laughs> and Connie's like, what funky flow? And Steven, and the episode, end with, the episode ends with Steven looking embarrassed. Yeah, as he should. Because, you know. You don't introduce the girl to your parents that soon. Crystal Temple trivia time. Despite containing mostly air, Stephen's bubble sinks in water. This may be because the bubble itself has considerable density and mass as evidenced in this episode and later episodes when it makes a sound when taking hits. Hmm. I do believe that the bubble has mass. This is true. Okay. Well, this is also the last episode to air in 2013. Oh boy. Fucking wild. R.I.P. 2013. You were a year. Uh, so the book sure. was not actually the unfamiliar familiar. It was apparently Catcher in the Rye, which is. Damn it! So yeah, Catcher in the Rye. It's about teenage rebellion, and we can't have rebellion because that'll overthrow the government, that's and the government wild. gives us monies. And, and by us, I mean the billionaires. I think that's so funny. Okay, Cotty reading like the book about teenage rebellion, and like she's like, su- you know, she's. She's the girl who, like, doesn't, she follows the rules, you know? She's a goody-goody, and eventually she becomes, like, the rebel and all of that stuff in her mom's eyes. But, yeah, Connie's, Connie's still always kind of a goody-goody. Okay, so, so, the episode uh, takes a similar name from the SpongeBob episode, Bubble Buddy. Or Bubble Buddy. character Bubble Buddy. Yeah. Sorry. 
And Garnet reminds Stephen not to mess up his funky flow, which is likely a reference to the line, got that funky, funky flow from Princess Flea Swallow's rap in the video game, Parappa the Rappa. Okay. We're getting all kinds of references this episode. Jeez so Louise. Many. That's wild. And yes, Connie's bracelet was first seen in the premiere episode, Gem Glow. Yay. We knew it. And yeah, that's not, there's not a lot of trivia for this one. Surprising. Who are you okay. giving your pearl point to this episode, Charlie? My pearl point, um, my pearl point is gonna go to um, Spooderman because you know she she didn't know what was happening. She's just a worm in the ocean. Okay, leave her alone. But also, like maybe maybe bubble her because she doesn't know what she's doing and she could hurt herself. Who is your pearl point going to? There's no Mimi character for me to give a, a pearl point to. This onion! Episode, right? Oh yeah, Onion. No, the boat that Onion Harpoon. That's who my <laughs> that's who my pearl point gets. That, that, that's who goes to my pearl point. You give your pearl point to the person who like just died in that boat. <laughs> Instantaneous death. That harpoon killed him. R.I.P. Oh wow, we hardly knew you. Yeah, that's 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 the thing. Well, my dude, the question, who would you want to be bubbled with at the bottom of the ocean? I'll be bubbled with you, buddy. Yeah? You'd be bubbled with me? Yeah, we can suffocate and die. I was going to say, would you be fine with me having a panic attack just like Connie? I would also be having a goddamn panic attack. Cool. We'd both be having panic attacks and we use up all the air because we're like hyperventilating. You know... Sometimes I'll read that you know those, those things are like, hey, you know, you're trapped underwater with X amount of air, but if you limit your breath, it'll be longer. And it's like, so I'm gonna hyperventilate and burn through that air in like twice the speed. Got it. Literally. <laughs> That's what's gonna happen. It's fine. Well, I'll be stuck in a bubble with you at the bottom of the ocean any day, bro. Cause That's it's gay. No, it's not gay. Not at all. Super gay. But Robert, if every podcast were perfect. We wouldn't have the bits. Bye. Bye. You can follow this podcast socials at the bits su pod on Instagram and Tumblr. You can send a message to our diamond line through the bits su pod at gmail.com. Be sure to give us a rating, a review, or let your friends and followers know how much you love the podcast. That really helps. Our music was written and produced by Jason Hilton. You can find him at negative selections on Instagram. You can follow me, Charlie, at greenpixie12 on most platforms, and I also have an art Instagram at greenpixiedraws. You can find me, Robert, at the damn meme page on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Damn is spelled D-A-M. If you want to hear more from me, check out one of my many podcasts. I have a Once Upon a Time podcast called Entering Storybrooke, a Kim Possible podcast called That's a Sitch, and an Oseman Verse podcast called The Truum Grammar Book Club. The Bits is proud to be a part of Deus Ex Media, which features great podcasts like My Cabbages, an Avatar podcast that follows the true hero of the Avatar The Last Airbender series. The Cabbage Cart Guy. Coffee. Tea. Honor. Cabbage. Long ago, 
the four elements lived in harmony. Then, shit went totally cray when the Avatar attacked. Only the Cabbage Man, merchant of fine cruciferous vegetables, could stand against his trolling. But when the world needed some dank veg, he vanished. Ten years have passed, and my partner and I have started a new podcast. My Cabbages! An Avatar podcast. A weekly show about Avatar The Last Airbender. Whether it's Sokka's new line of cologne. Hey, look at you, sitting there on a seal. Well, now look at back at me. I'm on an on a even bigger seal. Now look away. D&D related antics. You have to make an acrobatics check for that. And Aang just like unzips his pants and whips out his D20s. He's just like, I got this. Or randomly breaking into song. <laughs> so go bending waterfall. We'll stumble our way through the greatest show ever made, one episode at a time. You can reach us at CabbageCast, which is our Twitter, or subscribe wherever you catch pod. Rotten cabbages? What kind of slum do you think this is? Media.